Kathy Zaka. Hi, I'm Susan Offen. And I'm Laura Potter. And we're your hosts for Pure Truth. We want to welcome to our welcome you to our podcast and thank you for listening. Today we will be finishing up our discussion from last week on the awakening. Yes. And our scripture for today is 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5. It says, You should know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be very difficult times, for people will love only themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents, and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride, and love pleasure rather than God. They will act religious, but they will reject the power Mm -hmm. that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. Yeah, that's good. You know, in that scripture, Paul gives us a warning of things that are going to take place in the end times. And I love what he says at the end, stay away from those people, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, before we get started, we want to play the sound of the shofar. The Lord led us to do this as a prophetic act. Laura, can you explain what the shofar represents? Yeah, the shofars were used for signal, like signaling the start of a war. Uh, They would use the shofar as a signal warning of impending danger, and that has obvious implications for times of war. A number of texts in the Bible indicate that the shofar was used to call troops together for battle and to signal the end of hostilities. And so for this second part of the Awakening episode, we want to release the sound of the Lord over our nation and over our world.
Wow. That was beautiful and it was powerful. And every time I hear it, I cry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's beautiful. And we hope it blesses you as it did us. So, all right. You know, I just want to say it just, it, I just, there's such a deep reverence. Mm -hmm. There is. For God. And I just feel like, you know, personally speaking, I think through hearing that, I just see time travel through the Bible from Abraham, Moses, all those who were. They just were, battled this same evil yeah. world, you know, spirits and just who were obedient to God. And, and I just, it, it goes further, like into our military who have fought for our liberties yeah. and yeah. just all who have gone before us. And each one of those and, battles, they were battling the same enemy. Yeah. Yeah. And those fighting today. Yeah. The same enemy. Yeah. yeah we're, we're in a battle right now. I mean, that's obvious. We're in a huge battle, a mm-hmm. spiritual battle. Yeah. Of good versus evil. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But God's wow. bigger. He That's right. Is. We have to focus on how big our God is and not the right. enemy. Exactly. Yeah. Right. You, you're right. We have to focus on God and his kingdom to survive what the enemy is trying to do. And it's the only way we're going to win this fight. Right. You know, I think we can all agree that we're definitely living in the last days or the end times. But we also need to understand that our timetable our time is not the same as God's. The end times could last for hundreds of years, you know? We are not to focus on the time and keep praying for Jesus to come back. That's not what we need to be doing. Mm -hmm. We need to focus on God and listen for His instructions on how we are to rule and reign here on earth during the time we are alive, and to continue doing God's work to further His kingdom so that none shall perish eternally. We are to have a kingdom mindset. Which we just talked about in our last, you know, our, when did our last episode? Last episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So many people are questioning what's going on all around the world, and so many are deceived because of the enemy, the devil. He lies to us. He condemns us. He guilts us. He shames us. He destroys lives. He destroys families. He hurts us. He has infiltrated our churches, our families, our government, and so much more. He discourages us. He divides us. He steals from us. He kills us. I could go on and on about what the enemy is doing. And I would love to say that most of these things are obvious, that what Satan is doing is obvious, but they're not obvious to the ones that don't know that there is a heaven and hell. These things are not obvious even to some that believe in God. Many people are so caught up in surviving every day that they don't have time for anything else. You know, our our enemy Mm -hmm. loves to distract us from God's purpose because if the majority of God's children stop doing or stop long enough to think Mm -hmm. about what's really happening right now, Right before their eyes, he knows they would say no. He knows they would fight harder. Yeah. He knows they would be awake, not asleep, and living in a deep fog of confusion. And that's where we're at right now. Right. The enemy knows they would choose peace, joy, and love over hatred, division, and whatever else we want to call the mess we're in right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's so true, Kathy. I, I do just want to share some thoughts, too, that come from God's voice versus Satan's oh, voice. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. Um, God's voice stills you, leads you, reassures you, enlightens you encourages you, comforts you, calms you, and convicts you. Wow. Satan's voice rushes you, pushes you, frightens you, confuses you, discourages you, worries you, obsesses you, and condemns you or shames you. That's so true. Mm-hmm. It is. It's, it's easy to see that yeah. we can hear both. We just got to distinguish which one it is. Right. 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 Yeah. I also want to say that history repeats itself. Why would God allow history to be repeated unless earlier events were intended to prepare God's people for what lies ahead? In these past years and months, we have all been searching to understand the times 
we are in and gain wisdom and insight to the Lord's plans and timeline. We desperately want to understand and find solid ground for our hope. Yes. What can we learn from past history relative to our current situation with all that has happened since COVID? Is there another time in history when evil dominated and people were controlled concerning their thoughts and deeds? A few people contained, gained control over the masses? Yeah. Have we experienced similar control and propaganda in our present realities? Yeah. Yes, we, and mm-hmm. this has happened before. Right. Just look at our history. Right. Yeah. Looking how media and government have partnered, especially with the reality of COVID-19, it seems that some socialist agenda is being used today. The same socialist agenda. Yeah. Yeah. The same antichrist spirit that has sought to overthrow God and destroy all that is important to God has been influencing men and women in positions of leadership and power to gain control over the masses. Yes. The ability of a few in positions of power to control the masses has been shocking, at least to those who are unaware of history. Fear is the best tool of the enemy. Fear of the virus, fear of contamination, fear of being sick or dying has allowed those in leadership to rule over the people with illegal mandates and unwelcome demands in violation of our basic human rights. We should learn anytime fear is being promoted, the enemy's behind it. Yeah. That is a really good point, Susan. Mm-hmm. Anytime someone feels fear, we know Satan's involved, and fear does not come from God. Right. Right. You know, I want to bring up in, in uh, November of 2020, uh, I, I knew the new year was approaching, and I always ask God, you know, what's your word yeah. for, for this year? Yep. And I asked him, what's your word for 2021? And God's answer was mind-blowing. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what he said. Yep. And mind-blowing it was. So many changes were taking place for our nation and for so many other countries around the world. We were forced to wear masks, forced to stay away from our loved ones, forced to take shots that were supposed to keep people from getting sick. We were told uh, we have to believe their version of science. We were told that if we didn't take their shot, we'd lose our jobs, our livelihood, and we wouldn't have access to events, wouldn't be able to fly to our destinations. I mean, the list goes on and on to more restrictions. And we were forced to close our businesses and forced to close our schools, which caused the children to suffer in their education. Mm -hmm. People were uh, filled with even more fear and terror, causing them to to fear not only a virus, but everyone around them, thinking they're going to spread germs and they're going to cause me to be sick. The media has been feeding off the public's fear for a long time. Right. Um, You know, but become, you know, they became like sharks during a feeding frenzy during the pandemic. Right. And the media inundated the airwaves with fear, sounding the alarm 24-7, never letting down their guard. And I will say that, you know, during this whole time, the Lord told me not to watch TV. Yeah. Uh, Not too much TV, but too much news. You know, he really specifically said, don't watch the news too much. And I had to listen to him and keep my mind from hearing their repeated messages of fear over and over. Yeah, I did the same thing. You know, the Lord told me not to watch any of the news. Mm -hmm. And I was at the beginning. I wanted to see how many new COVIDs were, you know, people were testing positive. Mm -hmm. I I did all that. Cases and all that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he told me, don't don't listen to that. Come to me for revelation. Right. Because there was so much being said that simply wasn't true. Right. You know? Right. Right. Yeah. You're filling your mind with lies rather than the truth. Right. And I, I couldn't. I just... I still to this day don't watch any of that. Right. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. No. Yeah, I I turned my TV off and I just stuck to reading news updates from trusted sources, right. you know. Same. I also began reading and watching video interviews of prophets on a daily basis, you know, through uh there's a program called Elijah Streams. 
Um, this is a program that was started by Steve Schultz in years past. You know, he would publish words from prophets, and that was called Elijah List. Yeah. Uh, I received that through email, which he still does today. But during the pandemic, he began holding video interviews in his home with different prophets through something like Zoom, you know, where, where it's a video there. Mm-hmm. Right. And those video interviews became my new source of news. And I still, to this day, look forward to hearing what God is saying through our prophets. In Second Chronicles 2020, there's it that says, <laughs> there's that number again, 2020. It says, early the next morning, the army of Judah went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And on the way, Jehoshaphat stopped and said, Listen to me, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will be able to stand firm. Believe in his prophets, and you will succeed. See, there's a key there. Yeah. And so I. The keys. Yeah. Two, 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 the keys. Right. (laughs) I believe it's crucial, you know, especially in these days and the days that are coming, that we listen and believe the Lord and listen to his prophets for understanding and direction for each day. This is why I go to the Lord for all my direction every day. I, I can't afford to miss anything that he wants to tell us. Right. And it's really important to be discerning, you know, regarding just I'm just a disclaimer here. Yeah. Be discerning when you listen to the prophets and know who to listen to and who to pass by. Right. And right. I think the best way to decide if someone is really trustworthy is just to look at their fruit that they produce in their life, like the Bible says, look at their fruit. And check with God. Right. Yeah, that's another way, too. Check right. with God. Mm-hmm. All, all, you can look at their track records, too, right. like words that they've prophesied, have they come true? Uh, I mean, some may, some may prophesy things that you know, may take many, many years before they come about. Right. But just ask God for discernment, and also, you know, uh, it's just a really important thing to ask for discernment, especially in these days. Yeah. We all need discernment and wisdom. Right. Um, and just ask God if they're, they're really speaking true revelation from God. Right. I agree. You know? Back in, in 2021, um, that was when God began showing me things, you know, about our world, things that have already taken place and things that are yet to come. And since that time, I've been recording his words that he has to say to me each time I meet with him. And during this whole time, I have lived with just peace covering my heart and my yes. mind. I've received very clear words, words from the Lord that um, there is coming what he calls, this is what he said to me, he calls it the great uncovering. Right. And this is where everything will be revealed to us that has been taking place behind the scenes, the sinister and evil plans and the global agenda. There have been a few things already discovered that's come out you know, in the news, uh, but there's going to be more things coming out in God's perfect timing. Yeah. And I will say that when you know, he told me about the great uncovering. He, he said, it'll happen very quickly. And he gave me a visual, and he showed me, like, the tablecloth trick, you know, where you pull the tablecloth out real quickly, and really? none of the objects on the table even yeah. move from their position. Yeah. He said, it'll be like that. Wow. And I was like, okay. Can't wait. Fast, right? Can't wait. And so I trust the Lord, you know, and I trust what he speaks to me is the truth. I faithfully listen to him, and he is faithful in speaking to me when... I ask him what's on his heart each day. He's been speaking reassuring words, encouraging words, and words that strengthen me and strengthen my resolve each day to just keep on trusting and following his word, his words to me, and trusting in his promises over his people that are all throughout the Bible. Wow. So fear has no leg to stand on when I'm saturated in his love, and that is the way that we all need to live every day. So I really encourage everyone to spend intimate, quiet time alone with God, seek him first, for your answers, and to also seek out good prophetic voices, you know, who are going to help 
guide us and give us good direction. Yeah, I agree. You know, if we listen to God and his prophets, the fear will disappear. Right. Right. We can all agree on that, you know. Mm -hmm. Yes. We won't have to wonder what's happening because we'll know that God only speaks truth and he will do what he says. Right. Right. God's church has been silent for far too long. We've allowed the enemy to push us around, to silence us, and to bully and scare us into not taking a stand for what's right. And it has to stop. we got to do something. The majority of our churches are not even talking about what's going on, you know? They fear persecution or or the woke cancel culture, that's a thing now, Mm -hmm. that will try to destroy them. It's church as usual, yet so many are desperately seeking answers to this craziness. Right. So Paul talks about this a little bit in 2 Timothy three twelve through 13 He says, Yes, and everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution, but evil people and imposters will flourish. They will deceive others and will themselves be deceived. And we are deceived by our enemy. Yep. As a Christ follower, we will suffer persecution at some point. God's word says this, but here's an important question. Do you have faith that God will see us through that persecution? It won't be fun and it won't be pretty. But our God is faithful, and we must take a stand and fight what the enemy is trying to destroy. This isn't for our children, our grandchildren, or this is for our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, and so on. What kind of world are we living them if it continues the way it is? You're right. scary they, to think about. We don't want that left for them. No. No. And when we, when we trust and put our faith in God, when we partner with all of heaven and God's angels, our Father will take out the enemy that is trying to destroy us. He's done it many times already. You can read about it in the Bible, just as you mentioned earlier, Susan. Yeah. Since all the way from Adam and Eve, you know, yes. mm-hmm. so many victories that you can read about. It will be a fight, of course, and it may seem like we will lose, but our God is bigger than anything the enemy, the enemy can do to harm us. First, we must have faith, and then we must stand our ground. Yeah. God will do what we cannot. That is why we must have faith. And I want to read the rest of Second Timothy three fourteen through seventeen. Paul is speaking here, and he says, "But you must remain faithful to the things that you've been taught. You know they are true, for you know you can trust those who taught you. You have been taught the holy scriptures from childhood, and they have given you the wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong." And teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Paul tells us to have faith. And if you know God's word, then you have been given wisdom. He is our counselor, our God, and our guide. He will not fail you. Mm-hmm. Yes, he will not. The Bible can help us in terms of understanding and restoration of hope for today. It has more than we need. Yeah, it does. We can read stories about Babel, Noah, Sodom and Gomorrah. In each situation, the enemy of God influenced people to choose evil according to the inclinations of their hearts, which the Lord allowed to escalate, but only to a point when he intervened. Right. Even today, God allows all manner of evil to advance and expose itself until in God's perfect wisdom, it's time to act. Yeah. Yeah. God will arrest and contain all evil and wickedness, and Christ will return to rule and reign, finally completing victory over the enemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is God's patter- pattern of dealing with evil, which should give us an overwhelming, confident hope. Right. And I think people need to hear that. Yes. People yeah. need to hear that there is hope. You know, it, yes. it's happened many times before. Mm-hmm. Right. However, we must do something to partner with God. Yeah. He gave us the authority through Jesus Christ to stand strong and war against Satan with the power of his word. Yeah, that, that's good. 
Yes. Well, let's talk about what we know about the awakening. You know, when I received one of my first prophetic visions in September of last year, which is 2021, I knew then that I no longer had to be scared about what's happening. God has been preparing his angels and his ecclesia here on earth for a long time. We've talked about ecclesia before, in case those of you that don't know, ecclesia is God's church. A governing church. A governing church. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And I've shared this vision before, but I'll read just a little snippet of the vision so you can get an idea of the experience. I was suddenly standing with Jesus, and I saw a translucent veil or curtain on my right side. I saw a young man standing on the other side of this flowing veil. He was pacing back and forth, and I sensed he was curious. Then I looked down, and I saw many people in front of him, kneeling in front of this veil, desperate to know God more intimately. And as I was standing there, I then saw many more people surrounding this young man, and I knew they were also curious to know what was happening. I saw many, many people beyond the young man and the group of curious ones, and I knew they had no clue what was right in front of them, and it was devastating to watch. I was then made aware of what was to my left, and as I looked to my left, I saw many angels with fire in their eyes. Mm. These were warrior angels. They were ready for what's coming, determined, unstoppable, and I was overwhelmed with a knowing that God had prepared these angels for what is about to take place. The Holy Spirit let me know these angels are ready to go when God releases them. And you could read the rest of that powerful word on, on my website. It's, it's really Yeah, And it was powerful. It, it seemed so real, and it wiped away all of my fears about what is happening. And we're in what I call right now Operation Clean Up the Mess We Made. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in pondering this weekend's mission, which was to dig into research and try to grasp a better understanding and revelation about this topic— the awakening yeah mm-hmm. i stayed glued to my office and prayer room i sat and sat and read and read more and researched in which i heard a multitude of prophetic words that were spoken regarding the upcoming times yeah i was in it's awe. overwhelming yeah it, it some is of it's overwhelming it maybe. is you have to sit and digest it Sermon, yeah i thought how can this be i could sit here and report all these prophecies and all that i heard however i am here to tell you what i hear is pure truth And I had all the paperwork spread out with all these prophetic views, and I simply stopped and said, Holy Spirit, speak to me. What are you wanting me to say on your behalf? This isn't me. I'm your messenger. Right. These are not my words. What is my part in describing the awakening? I am only one person. Yeah. I have experienced the process of becoming awakened over the past couple of years. However, this topic became its own process of awakening over the course of research and spending intimate time with God during this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I slowly became awakened just through the act of researching. Right. What is my view about this? But I thought similar to the thoughts I have had on a daily basis which are how can I reach out and help others I see in need? However, now I'm thinking on a much greater scale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How can I reach out to the multitudes? Right. This awakening sounds like it's going to get messy first. When people experience the mess, rather the chaos, from the darkness getting darker in our world, the multitudes of people will be reaching for help while God will be there along the way. It'll be a matter of turning to God for help and to those people who want to help while partnering with God. God did not cause any of this darkness in the world. We did, did. Mm -hmm. by allowing evil to transpire and by not standing up for our God-given rights and liberties. Amen. There are so many other stories we know in the Bible in which we can read about similar situations in which people turn from God, 
and stayed true to their evil ways and idol worship. Mm -hmm. God would show his mercy and come to their assistance, and soon after they would revert back to their old ways again. Yeah. Well, for example, the Israelites, Yeah. I mean, they left slavery, and they wandered for 40 years, continually returning to their old ways. Yeah. Yeah. They even wanted to return to their days of slavery because it was what they knew, yeah. and it was comfortable, mm-hmm. even though they were treated miserably and abused. 40 years. Yeah, 40 this. years they did that. They did yep. this. Mm-hmm. What have we been doing in our own country? Many, many people might think, oh, what does me, one person, matter? Whether it's voting, participating in councils, attending neighborhood, town, city meetings. In other words, having a say does matter. Every person counts. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yes, they do. And many have been praying for years about what the enemy has solely been doing here on earth. His evil plans go all the way back to Adam and Eve. Satan hates God. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. And he yeah. wants to destroy everything that God created. Over time, we've allowed the enemy to infiltrate the seven major mountains of influence. And they are media, government, education, economy, family, religion, and arts and, and entertainment. Mm-hmm. To understand more about those seven major mountains of influence, I encourage you to read um, Johnny Inlow's book titled The Seven Mountain Prophecy, Unveiling the Coming Elijah Revolution. There's a lot of good information in there that will help you understand what has been happening in our world for decades. Mm-hmm. Uh, the good news is God has heard our desperate cries and prayers, and he's coming to deliver us from Satan's evil plan. And in Second Chronicles 7.14, it says, Then if my people, and I know you guys have heard this, but mm-hmm. people have heard it, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. For the past year, I've experienced many things in the heavenly and spiritual realms. I have received prophetic words and and encouraging words from God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. And I can tell you this, God has a plan to take down the enemy, right? Mm -hmm. He's not going to let us continue to go down the road to destruction. There are too many people praying for what's been happening for many years, and there's a much better way of life that we are meant to live. And he, our father, is going to show us this better way. But we have to get through those dark days, the dark days to see the light, his light. We are not to fear the coming days because after all the lies and the craziness have been revealed, our God will then restore everything that we've lost. We'll experience freedom, joy, peace, and love like we never have before. They've been celebrating in heaven for quite some time now. I've witnessed it. And the celebration is because of the victory we are all about to experience here on earth. Yeah. that good? Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, prophetic word will call us up and help us to see where we need to be, you know, to see things from God's perspective. Yeah. And that's why listening to prophetic words will help you to see things from a very encouraging perspective. It's like, you know, being a scout who runs ahead and gets a good view of what's happening ahead of us. Yeah, that's a great point, Laura. Mm. Yeah, I was just thinking, too, that, you know, when you also have a prophetic word spoken over yourself, yeah, it's very empowering. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's very encouraging, right? Mm-hmm. And it just helps you find your, you know, more of what your calling is right. from God. And mm-hmm. so imagine prophecy being spoken over our yeah, when our nation, speaks, the world. You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 very encouraging, right? Yeah. When somebody speaks a prophetic word over you, it's it's a uh, it, it's it's personal, edifying. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it and it, it's so encouraging. It lifts you up, and it just. It just draws you in, mm-hmm. yeah. draws you into to your calling. That's a that is a definition of a good prophetic word. Yes, because there's many people that may call themselves prophets, and they're telling you something condemning. That's not a right. word from the Lord. Right. No, 
that is a word from Satan, and right. Satan's just using that person, you know. Right. And uh, it should you just edify. Yeah, and you know, you can just say thanks and walk away and rebuke that word, yeah. right? Because God, if He's going to say something to you, He's going to say it in an uplifting way to help change you, to make you a better person. Right. So there might be some things that need correction, yeah. but not condemnation. Never. That doesn't come from God. That's right. And yes, and help you discover who He called you to be. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. I want to tell you about a story that happened during my training to be a spiritual director. Okay. We had many seminars, but in this particular one, our teachers and leaders had us hanging up newspaper clippings all over the cafeteria in the church. It was a pretty big room. As I was hanging up each article, I would scan the article only to be horrified and bothered in my spirit about the news I was reading. Yeah. Tragedy yeah. upon tragedy. Yeah. This moved me tremendously. Seeing a worldview of what happens on a daily basis... Mind you, like I said, I don't watch the news today. Right. <laughs> but um, absorbing these articles did several things. It took me out of myself, my small world, my bubble, so yes. to speak. Mm-hmm. And it woke me up to a whole wide world out there in the sense that I, we, right. need to do something to help change the suffering and the loss of innocent lives. Right. It's also overwhelming. Yeah. So one could go the other way, too, like I said before. There's so much here spread out on the walls, in the world. What could one person like me do? Right. And where do we begin? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the exact thought Satan puts in our minds, the defeatist attitude. Yes. I think I've even asked one of my wise teachers, where do we begin? She answered, one person at a time. So good. Yes. However, again, this weekend I heard, now is the time to start, and from God, I will bring you the people. I heard from God, yeah. I will bring you the people. That's awesome. Yeah, so it involves coming out of our own bubbles, life circumstances, prayer closets, and reaching out to help others in need. It's our safety net. We have to yes. come out of our safety, yes. our safe zone, and, and trust God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. It's good. It's awakening to what God is calling us individually to do, as well as together in community, because faith takes action. Right. Yeah. Waiting to hear from God is good, but there's also a time to see what's taking place around us and take action. In Isaiah 68, he describes how the prophet Isaiah, through a vision from the Lord, begins his ministry for God. He became agonizingly aware of God's need for a messenger to the people of Israel. And despite his own sense of inadequacy, he offered himself for God's service. He was thus commissioned to give voice to the divine word. In the vision, the Lord asks, whom shall I send and who who will go for us? Isaiah's response was, here I am, send me. And I want to clarify real quick. You said Isaiah 68, but I think you meant Isaiah 6. Eight. Oh, sorry. 6 yeah, verse yeah, 8. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Isaiah 6, yeah. 8. You're yeah. good. <laughs> well, I just want to make sure our listeners know. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, we were, however, we are, however, as I mentioned, hearing multitudes. multitudes. Masses, yeah. Mm-hmm. Masses. So how do we see helping the multitudes? Have, mm-hmm. You know, have all of us, any of us thought of this? Yeah. For example. Coming. Yeah. 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 We're working on it. Yep. <laughs> Jesus did this when he fed the 5,000 from five loaves of bread and two fish. Yeah. How many people in our world, similar to the Israelites, will turn their lives and wills over to God? All things are possible with God. Yes, they are. Sometimes God allows the chaos to get bad enough, even though he's not causing the chaos, so that we will awaken to the truth of who really is our refuge and our one and only true God. Yeah. Father. When I heard help one person at a time, 
and I chose to widen my scope to see the multitudes, I immediately thought of many others who God is searching for to awaken and partner with him to help yeah. others in need and awaken them too. Mm-hmm. This time is here. God is looking for warriors to send out and fight the spiritual war. Am I ready? Are you ready? Is anyone ready? He's preparing us though. Yeah. There's so much fear the enemy sending our way to confuse us, paralyze us, divide us, and so much more. He's ruthless in this day to gain power over all of God's people. But God, like I said before, God's so much bigger. Right. God's our divine protector and father, and he's looking for us to take action and partner with him. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Fear is one of the enemy's biggest tools. We've talked about it before. We'll talk about it again. He uses this to oppress and control us. And I think you said it earlier, Susan, it may have been part one of this episode, uh, something about anytime fear is being promoted, Satan's behind it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And we've been experiencing great fear over the past couple of years. So who's behind it? We know. Satan. Satan. And it is so he can oppress and control us. And it gives him power that will eventually lead to him destroying us. Right. If we don't stop it. Mm-hmm. You know, and as I was praying about this episode, I knew the Lord had a word about the awakening. And our Father wants as many of his children as possible to know what is about to take place. The more people that are expecting what God is about to do, the less fear his children will have. Right. And we must have faith and trust in him, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So in this vision, Jesus took me high above the heavens, and he asked this question, what do you see? I said, the heavens. And I, I could see heaven where God's kingdom is. I could see the second heaven below it. This is where darkness dwells and the enemy is uh, doing his thing down there. <laughs> and I could see the earth below, but it looks small because we were so far away. Yeah. And Jesus asked me again. He said, look again. What do you see? We moved closer this time. And as I looked bef- below, I, I saw earth. And it had bright lights beaming all around it, like headlights, only bigger and brighter. And I said, I see light. And Jesus said, yes, the light is taking over the darkness on earth. Amen. Yay. That's so encouraging. Yes. And then gave us a message for all of us. And he said, my children, it's time to rise up. It is time to awaken. Your day of deliverance is at hand. Your enemy, the devil, has been prowling and howling, causing destruction all over the earth. But he is no match for my father, the creator of all things. His days are short and his defeat is imminent. I am coming to destroy the castles and the empires that the enemy has built. Mm. They will topple over with one swipe of my hand. That's awesome. Yes. Rise up. Awaken my church. I am putting things right. If you serve the evil one, the evil one, you too will be destroyed. I am the master, the creator of all things, and the games you have played are no match for me. You cannot hide from me. You cannot run from me. What you have been doing in the dark will be brought to light. Make no mistake. I am coming for you. Repent. I say again, repent before it's too late. Turn from your wicked ways and know that I am the Lord, your God, who was and is and is to come. Awaken those of you who have been asleep. Your day of redemption draweth nigh. I am here to deliver you from the evil one. What you are about to witness will change the course of everything here on earth. Mm. I will reveal what has been hidden from you for far too long. I will reveal the lies that have been spoken to you that many of you believe. I will reveal how they tried to destroy and kill you. Yes, kill my children. I will reveal to you how deep the enemy has infiltrated places and things you never thought he could get to, but he did. Awaken, my children. It is time for you to know the truth, my truth. You see, some of my children have partnered with all of heaven. This is my ecclesia. 
I have been working with them to prepare for this day. They have been praying and interceding for those that are not awake, that do not know the enemy's evil plans. I have heard their prayers, and I am coming to deliver you from the evil one. Do not fear what is coming. Embrace it. Rejoice in it. Freedom and peace will reign. I will restore all that you have lost. I will restore your land. Many will come to know me in the days ahead, and all of heaven is rejoicing. Awaken, O sleepers. You will soon know that I am the God of the universe, and I will pour out my love and compassion for my children. Peace will reign. Freedom will reign. I am the Lord your God, and I am coming to destroy the enemy. Be encouraged. The days ahead will be full of joy and excitement. Awaken and watch as I take the enemy down and make things right on earth. My chosen one is ready to come back. My ecclesia is ready to show the way for those that will be seeking me. My children will be laughing, dancing, and singing in the streets. You will experience unity like never before. Your prodigals will return to you and to me. Watch and see, for I am coming in like a flood that will sweep over nation after nation. Awaken, O those that sleep, and know who your Creator is. The awakening is upon you. I am coming. Wow, wow, wow. You know, I just keep seeing this whole time. Yeah. While you're speaking, I keep seeing David standing before King David. Yeah, standing before a huge Goliath. Yeah, and he says, "Who is this uncircumcised Philistine yes. that comes before you know slandering my God? Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take him out in the name of God." And he does, and he's one stone hits one him stone. right in the middle of the forehead, and boom, he's and he falls. Dead. Yeah, dead to the ground. So what nothing. they thought was an undefeatable enemy. Yeah, he took him out with one shot. Right. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's how my God rolls. Yeah, <laughs> and that's exactly what he's going to do. And it's, yeah, and we've got many people that are evil, you know. Yeah, many Goliaths. So you know that was that encouraged me so mm-hmm. much. Anytime the Lord and says it's encouraging anything. to me right now. Yeah, yes. And it felt different this time. You know, I've, I've been receiving words from the Lord over a year now, and and each time He tells me I'm coming to answer your prayers. It's almost time. Keep praying. Mm-hmm. Keep fighting. It will be soon. You know, this time it felt like I would wake. I could wake up tomorrow, and all that God has been saying to His prophets will come to pass. I feel that way too. Yeah, we're close. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. so close. Yeah. And I don't know how or when it's going to happen. Happen, but I know we're close. Right. Yep. And I also want to recommend um, com again. Laura mentioned this earlier. Mm-hmm. There are people and prophets that are speaking about the things going on, and it will help It will help give you a better understanding of what God's doing, right? Right. Some of these prophets I want to mention are Amanda Grace. She's good. John mm-hmm. and Elizabeth Enloe, love them. Yep. Robin Bullock, powerful. Yes. Hank Kuhneman, Kat Kerr, well, they're all just they're amazing. All great. And this is only a few. This is only a few of them. There are many There's more prophets. Yeah. Yeah. On Elijah's dreams. And I, and I promise it will encourage and enlighten you. Who did you just say before? Because I was talking. Did you, you mentioned somebody else. Uh, you said Amanda. Was it Amanda? No, I was just agreeing with you. And yeah, Amanda Grace is great. Yeah, yeah, okay. she's really good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of other ones. Yeah. So you can check them out on yeah. the I Just Dreams. Yeah, those are just a few of them. You know, another prophetic voice that you can check out. He's also a deep researcher, uh, and you can give get more insight into him. Uh, his name is, he goes by the praying medic. Yeah, he's good. Is what it is. And, and you know, he's got some awesome testimony, too. If you go onto his website, and you, there's a whole bunch of categories that you can listen to on his website. Wow. But it's just prayingmedic.com. That's wow. it. You know, uh, he's, he's very insightful. Yeah, yeah. They all are so good. Yeah. And I love him. He's, he's great. Yeah, his testimony is really awesome because, I mean, he was 
he didn't even believe in God. Yeah, he was a medic, right? He was a... Right. He's uh, a paramedic. Paramedic, that's what yeah. I'm trying to say. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, and he... God anyway, used him. I don't want to tell the story. Yeah. I don't want to give it away. Go to his website and check yeah. it out for yourself, because yeah. it's really good. This whole story is good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I also want to encourage everyone that's listening that God is about to do something so amazing, so incredible, so unbelievable, that we will all know it can only be from Him, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This awakening will lead to many people coming to know the Lord in the days ahead. And this will lead to a harvest of souls, unlike any revival we've ever experienced. And it was prophesied many years ago. And we'll talk about the next, that whole thing will be discussed in our next podcast. Yeah. So we invite you to awaken and join many others that are excited and anticipating God's answers to our many prayers. We're almost there, praise God. Yes. yes. And our hope is that you hear our hearts in this. You know, God is waking the masses up. It's happening right before our eyes. In our times, we're blessed. And we want to clarify that we are not blaming our government, our media, our churches, or anyone else. What we are saying is that we have allowed the enemy to come in and corrupt all of these things. And that is where the battle is. It's in the spirit, right? Yeah. The awakening is drawing us into a new season, and God will show us the way. Yeah. Right? All right. Well, it's time to close. Um, We hope you enjoyed our discussion today. This concludes our two-part episode on the awakening. Next week, we mentioned it a couple of times, we'll be talking about the billion so harvest, and it will tie all of this together. Mm -hmm. And we just want to close with this scripture. It's from Isaiah 60, verses 2 through 3. Darkness as black as night covers all the nations of the earth, but the glory of the Lord rises and appears over you. All nations will come to your light. Mighty kings will come and see your radiance. Wow. Today's episode was edited by Caitlin Beck. We appreciate you, Caitlin. Thank you. And again, we want to reference ElijahStreams.com. Again, great source. And Mm -hmm. uh, you get relevant content there that applies to what's going on around our world. Yes. Yes. And before you go, we invite you to please leave a written review anywhere you listen to this podcast. The more positive reviews we receive will lead to more listeners that God can reach. Also, please subscribe. We would appreciate it very much. And thank you for listening and allowing us to pour pure truth into you today. And we would love to hear from you. So please email us at puretruthpodcast3, that's the number three, at gmail.com. Yeah, great. And please visit our websites. It's kathyzaka.com, chosentowrite.com, and susanoffen.com. And we hope you'll join us next time. And remember, live thirsty. Love that. Thank you, and may the Lord bless you and keep you, and may His face shine upon you and give you His peace. Yes, and until next time, Susan, Laura, and Kathy. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electricast production. Electricast. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric House Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music.
Electric Acid. 